Hello, Dre. Hi, Peter. See now, normally about this time, I'd be asking if you're ready to go digging. But. But. But I have a different question for you today. Oh, snap. What is it? What is hip? They never told us. What is hip? Ah, uh, sometimes hipness is what it ain't. Come on. I can tell you my hips hurt. Yeah, we do that a lot too. <laughs> it's because we're getting old. Okay, so this is a special episode of Digging with Peter and Dre. Why is it a special episode? Because we did something fun, and now we're going to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Attentive listeners to our podcast, of which we have so many, might remember a while ago, back in October, we listened to In the Slot by Tower of Power. And if I remember correctly, you were like, these guys are so awesome. They are. And I was like, you know what we should do? They still tour. We should go see if they're coming by anywhere in the near future. And I reluctantly said yes, and I don't regret anything. Right, because a few days ago, we went and saw them. It was like the first Digging with Peter and Dre podcast special field trip. I love field trips. I know, me too. So I was so high up on Tower of Power that I dragged you to the show. And it didn't take that much cajoling. I said, you got to do this with me. And you said yes. And that was a few days ago. We went to that beautiful little theater and saw some good old soul music, some funk, some R&B. We already know. I love Tower. What did you think? Just like first impressions. My first thought was... Is this the opening act? Because that guy that was their new lead singer was so young. And I'm like, this does not match. But he's dope. And they're dope. Over the last few years, they seem to have trouble hanging on to, to lead vocalists. This thing was something to real, wasn't it? Interestingly, the, the longest period of time for them having a single lead vocalist wasn't that long ago. Uh, Larry Braggs. Uh, was with them doing lead vocals from 2000 to 2013. Now, for a band that's been together for 50 plus years, you're like, okay, that's 14 years. That's not that long, right? But no, not at all. They, they have gone through so many vocalists. Like, especially in their early years, it was like, you know, on, the, on that very first EP that they released, East Bay Grease, there were two lead vocalists on that alone. Wow. When I first saw them live the first time, Larry Braggs was on vocals. And by that point, he had been with them long enough that he developed like his own style. You know, he had his own interpretations of all these songs and he was really good at it. Since then, they've had uh, Ray Green for a couple years, uh, actually two different stints. Uh, they've had Marcus Scott for a while. And and then when we got to this show and this, this guy that I don't recognize steps out on stage, he's got this big hat on. Yeah. He's got, he's got a little bit of swagger on his own. 
he had the ladies going crazy. Yeah. Mike Jarrell. I'm like, Mike Jarrell, who is this guy? So apparently the show we saw was his fifth ever show with Tower of Power. Awesome. Which is cool because like, okay, we get to we get to see the new guy. Yeah. Now, and he's got great vocals. He's got good oh, chops. Yeah. yeah. And we find out later that he was a contestant on The Voice during season 18. I've never seen The Voice, but I looked up. There's been 18 seasons of that show? Well, at least. There might be 19 by now. I don't know. I've never watched it. Me neither. I thought that show was young. Did you know what? My sense of time is horrible. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so I looked up his, uh, it looked up some of his stuff from The Voice, and he does a very good job there too. But while he's got really great voice, I did notice during the show that all of his renditions of all of these songs that I know mm-hmm. super well because I've listened to like all of these albums many, many times, he stuck really close to like the album versions. Like he's not even his tone, his inflection, he is copying what's on the albums, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But I'm kind of hoping that as he sticks around, presuming he sticks around, that he'll start developing more of his own style for these songs. I would imagine that if they do new stuff, he'll do his own thing, because it makes sense to me that he would stick to what you know, doing Mm -hmm. songs that are their previous songs which made it more enjoyable for the people that were there. Because could you imagine if he came out and did something totally different when he has all these people in the audience who have been listening to these people for all these years? That's true. But let's also consider that they didn't, they didn't perform hardly any new material during this show. I looked at the set list because I didn't write it down. Thank goodness for setlist.fm for reminding me. The newest stuff they performed was from sold out s-o-u-l-e-d out sold out which was which was released in 1995 wow so that even predates longtime vocalist larry braggs right i mean so it wasn't about him though it was about tower tower of power which he's new so oh yeah and i'm and at this point in his tenure with the band i don't blame him for sticking close to the tried and true presuming he sticks around as people get to hear him more, as people get to like his voice more, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people who like what they heard. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I would like to know what his vocal interpretation is, not what his imitation of other people's vocal interpretation is. Yeah, it's like he's proven his worth to be part of this amazing band. Mm-hmm. And once he proves it, now he's like, now watch what we're going to do next. I, I I, am interested. I want to see. I want them to come up with another album now with him. I want them mm-hmm. to do it. Let's go. I'm excited. So speaking of the rest of the band, there's been so much turnover. But the, the two guys who have been there the entire time, period, the entire time, Doc Kupka and Emilio Castillo on baritone sax and tenor sax. Those guys are basically the heart and soul of the band. They do most of the writing and the arranging between the two of them. They're institutions. Without those two guys, there is no Tower of Power. I actually couldn't take my eyes off the two of them. Yeah, because they look like they they knew exactly what they were doing at all times. Yeah, and then Doc is so tall, 
and he just stands there and it's like you can't stop what well, i couldn't stop watching him i i was just waiting for him to do something amazing well also he doesn't move around much anymore i don't blame him he is not a spring chicken he has got to be in his late 70s by now. i would not have been mad if they gave him a chair he deserves all of the respect and the adoration of everybody What's the other guy's name? The one that was talking, the one that they were best friends. What's his name again? Emilio Castillo. Oh, yeah. I love when he dances. He brought me so much joy. He made me want to get up and go dance with him. So, yeah, they they ran through what's basically a greatest hits set. As far as I'm concerned, you will not go wrong with Tower of Power if you just do that. I mean, it's largely it's largely their best stuff from the 70s with a few of the of the better tracks from the 90s thrown in in the 80s they didn't do a ton of uh, recording as a band on their own but they did a lot of session work for other groups if you go to their website there is a really exhaustive list of all the albums that they have worked on and it is amazing mm. apart from doc and emilio the other longtime member, like super longtime member uh, on stage was David Garibaldi, the drummer, who is their original drummer. And but he's had breaks of several years, several times in between actively working. Dude knows what he's doing. Drummers are usually one of my favorite parts of the band. I think it's fair to say that David Garibaldi is one of the greatest R&B drummers of all time. Maybe if he got in a solo, I could feel the same way. He did do a very good job of keeping the tempo and keeping them in, in time. Because that's mm. what I look for drummers to do is keep the time. Okay. Well, besides that, even, even without him, they are such a tight group. They are, and they communicate so well. I love seeing live bands because I love watching them communicate through looks mm. and smiles and playing together. I, I love it. It was right, just little gestures to keep everybody on the same page. Yeah. When I was in high school, my band director had a, a copy of a rehearsal session, like a tape made during a rehearsal session for Tower of Power. And what it was, was like literally hours of them rehearsing one riff, like getting oh, it that was... perfect. Just I bet right. That was amazing. Yeah, it absolutely was. I don't know where he got this. But it's basically wow. just that opening section for You're Still a Young Man, which starts off with that really amazing trumpet fanfare. And it's literally them, take after take after take. And if it's slightly off, even just the itty tiniest bit, do it over again. You did it right, let's do it right again so we know we can get it right every time. Mm, I wish I could see that. That's, I actually like to hear bands when they're practicing more mm -hmm. than I like to hear them live because I like to watch them to build the relationships that they have with each other. You like the process. I do. So apart from the band itself, it was a it was a sold out show. I will admit to being just a little bit anxious because we were some of the few people wearing masks. It is one it's probably no outside of maybe the three times I've been out to eat during the pandemic. It is the first time I've been to an indoor event with that many people. Well, indoor anything, period. It doesn't matter how many people. It's the first time I've been to anything with people in a building. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. since the start of the pandemic. So my anxiety was on a thousand, but mm-hmm. the music kept calming me down. But man, there was some good people watching going on there. Especially the guy next to me. Oh, wow. That guy next to you was was totally into everything, every note. He had to have been around our age, too. He he was younger than most of the demographic at the show. If we were at an outside concert, I probably would have danced with him. Because I always find that person who loves the music either more than I do or as much as I do. And we either will dance together or sing together or whatever, depending on how much I know who I'm listening to at that moment. Mm -hmm. That guy would have been my friend if we were outside. You know, even though the demographics in there skewed a little on the older side, I swear everybody was moving. It was appropriate. They've been doing music for 50 plus years. I didn't expect to find 20 somethings in the building because my mom knows who they are. There were a few. Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. But when I told like my mom, my aunt, my uncle, I told them where I was. They were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. They all know who they are. And I'm like, yeah, I want to see them. They're like, that's great. They're probably a tiny bit jealous. Can we talk about the man that was in the Navy and left and came back and how he was going from trumpet to trombone in the middle of a song? I felt like that was one of the most amazing things in the world. The way he was doing, I don't remember his name, but they said that he left, went back to the Navy and then came back and he was playing the trumpet. He also played the trombone. He was next to the guy with the flugelhorn who also had that and a trumpet and both of them were switching. And I thought that was absolutely amazing. Yeah, that was that was Mike Bogart plays the trumpet, the flugelhorn and the trombone. He was he was with the band from 2000 to 2009 and just rejoined last year. And yeah, apparently when he left the band in 2009, he either joined or rejoined the Navy, finished out his obligations there and came back. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's probably like 60, looking amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and the hair. I, I really, I, I wish we could have met them because I would have hugged him. I mm-hmm. probably would have hugged everybody. I wanted to hug everybody because I love musicians. Musicians always have a special place in my heart because they create beautiful sounds that we hear i wish i could have had more guitar you wanted more of jerry cortez yes because when i listen to them like they're because you know like on the way home i listened to their albums on youtube as i drove down the street Mm -hmm. and i could hear more of the guitar in the studio recording than i could in the live set Mm -hmm. but i from what i could see it seemed that they may have like that's the word I'm looking for. Balanced everything based off of one guitar mm-hmm. or did the best they could because every guitar was different. So there was like the white guitar had the best sound. And then there was like a brown and red one that was a little bit better. And then the all red one I could barely hear. And so I'm like, ah, oh, I wish they could have balanced it better. So all three guitars were audible to me because that was a piece that was missing. Because when I listened to the recordings, I could always hear that guitar and what it did for the song. And I think that was something that I missed in the live performance when he switched out to different ones, which is a sound issue and not his fault. See, And then can we talk about uh, the bass for a bit? The bass? The bass, yes. Mm -hmm. Dude, uh, dude is Mark Van. Yeah, Mark. We'll just call him Mark. (laughs) Anyway, Mark has only actually been been around since uh, 2018 uh, with the band. At first, he was just the, uh, the touring bassist because he was filling in for uh, Rocco Prestia, 
who was another original member of the group. And as of 2018, uh, Rocco stopped touring due to health-related issues, but he was still performing on the uh, in the studio recordings. Uh, once Rocco unfortunately passed on, then Mark took over both as the studio bassist and the touring bassist at the same time. He is right at the same kind of level, I think, that Rocco was. And that's saying a lot. He's great. He was great. I love bass guitar. Mm -hmm. I, I love all of the like alto and bass of everything. I love the deep tones. Mm -hmm. So listening to him up there, I don't even want to play the bass guitar. I just want to know a bass guitarist. And I want to know him. Like, I really want to play Tower of Power for James in the house because he was learning the bass guitar and I have the acoustic guitar and we were playing together. I'm like, we need to play Tower of Power. I need you to get another new bass guitar so we can play together. And if you don't, I'm going to get myself a bass guitar and I'm going to learn it. Just so you can play this music. Yes, I want to play their music so much. Mm -hmm. I'll even sing it. And you know, I don't sing for people. How many times have you heard me sing? Oh, a few. Not that many, though. Not that many. And I know you like me, so. Right. But singing in front of people is not something I do, but I will sing these songs. Can you remember a particular highlight? So vaccination. That song is stuck in my head. You just sang for everybody. I don't consider that singing that's in my regular speaking voice range. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you loved Soul Vaccination. Yes, and What Is Hip. Those two mm -hmm. songs stuck in my brain. And maybe the guy next to me helped me because he was really alive during those songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was great. I enjoyed it very much. I think my favorites from the night were uh, Squib Cakes and You're Still a Young Man. All of them are good. They're all good. They're there's really not much to criticize about that performance. It was so much fun. I mean, I did purposely choose a ballad to go to the bathroom on. Just because I, I prefer to hear upbeat songs. So right. I'm like, I, I had to pee for a long time. And when he said, we're going to slow it down, this is my chance. Let's go to the bathroom. In the future, Tower of Power comes back around somewhere that's convenient for you to be able to see him. Are you going or are you not? If it's outside, yes. Okay, let's presume that COVID isn't an issue. No, 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 no. I, regardless of COVID, I prefer outdoor concerts to indoor because indoor makes me feel like I need to sit down. I don't care how many times they say stand up and dance. If I'm inside of a building, I'm not doing it. But if I'm on grass or gravel or mud or dirt, anything that's not carpet or wood flooring, mm -hmm. I'm going to dance. Well, the first time I ever saw them was at an outdoor event, so... They do those on occasion. Any parting words? Any parting thoughts? Parting words. If you have not seen Tower of Power live and you love live music, it is worth it. You do not need to know a single song because I didn't. You don't need to know the history because I don't. But it's still worth it. Okay. Well, I am so happy that I got to share something I love so much with you. One day, we'll have to do the reverse. And that's going to be interesting because you seem to not have any of the music that I love and adore on your playlist. Well, maybe less of it than you would like. <laughs> I wouldn't say there's no, nothing. All right. So we will not be 
picking another album to listen to because that happened during whatever the last thing we released was. You remember how like sitcoms in the 80s always seemed to have the occasional very special episode and they all had like a moral and it's always the one before the last one of the season. Well, I think we're probably we've probably exhausted this episode. So we will see all y'all next time. And I have no idea what next time is. Me neither. Surprise. And that's our show for this week. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening through, and feel free to leave a voice message on our page at anchor.fm. There's a link to it in the show description. Thank you to Dre for joining me, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you. Thank you.